Hello again. This is Jim Anderson with Biblically Focused Business Podcast. And I am back again today to take myself one more step down this journey. Um, you know, this week I am on the business side. I I am working on this 30-day challenge that I've been doing uh, to get um, a funnel on the internet. If you don't know what a funnel is, it's basically a website that converts people to customers. It's a short way of putting it. And I am uh, promoting the first phase of what I am going to be doing in the business. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a busy week. Um, there's a lot to do, and this challenge is, is tough. But I believe that it's going to produce fruit. So I am moving forward in faith um, and that this is what God wants me to do. So I'm going to go back to Scripture again today. And, uh, you know, I guess it won't always be like this because I will be talking about more nuts and bolts as we go further down the path. But I'm laying the foundation here to the kinds of attitudes that I need to have and make sure that I am building on a solid foundation. The next scripture here that I want to talk about is the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And this is in Luke 16, verses 19 through 31. So let's just look at this scripture. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, who had lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come back and lick his sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried, and when he went and he went to the place of the dead, there in torment he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, "Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here, and no one can cross over from to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers, and I want to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and, and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read 
what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sin and turn to God. But Abraham said, If if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. So, this, this passage, uh, we, we are um, talking about helping others. I had uh, mentioned that in the last podcast about the idea of, of helping others. Um, so, in this passage, um, basically what this passage is saying is that um, being rich is not being equated. You can't equate being rich to being righteous. Because you're rich doesn't mean that God blessed you for some reason. Um, being, you know, money doesn't ju- come to you just because you are righteous. Um, but this rich man had everything he wanted. And in here, when it said he had purple, it referred to the clothes that uh, dyed that color. And fine linen was worn for underclothes, and both of those were expensive. A poor man, a crippled beggar, in this case, that was Lazarus, that had nothing, And one lived in luxury, and he lived for himself, and the other one was in poverty, with hunger and in poor health, because he had these sores. And Jesus picked the name Lazarus because it is the Greek form of the Hebrew name, which means God the helper. You know, Lazarus was righteous not because he was poor, but because he depended on God. So when we're in a situation where we are poor, that's the first thing we should be doing is depending on God. And we should do that when we are rich as well. But we seem to become more self-sufficient when we're wealthy. And that's the danger of that. So in the course of time, You know, both men died, and Lazarus went to Abraham's side while the rich man was buried and went to hell. Uh, You know, this was a place where they were consciously tormented. Um, Hades is the Greek word often translated to hell, and it's used 11 times in the New Testament. In the Septuagint, used Hades to translate the Hebrew Hebrew word Seol, which is the the place of the dead. Um, And that's on 61 times it does that. Um, But here, Hades refers to the place of the unsaved dead prior to the great white throne judgment at the end times. So they sit here, they wait there uh, for the final judgment. Abraham's side uh, refers to a place of paradise for Old Testament believers at the time of death. 
So the rich man was able to converse with Abraham. You know, and first he begged to have Lazarus sent over to give him some water. And Abraham replied, hey, that's not possible. And we should remember that during life, he had everything he wanted while Lazarus had nothing. And even though that was true, the rich man never helped Lazarus during the course of his life. So also in this situation, there's a great chasm between paradise and Hades. And so no one can cross from one to the other either way. And the rich man begged that Lazarus would be sent to back to earth to warn his brothers, but it was his contention that they would they would uh, they would be saved. They would listen. But Abraham said that if they refused to listen to the scriptures, you know, that the Moses Moses and the prophets, um, then they would refuse to listen to the one that came back from the dead. I mean, you know, so he's not worth his effort. He's already warned them. So Jesus was obviously suggesting here that the rich man symbolized the Pharisees and they wanted signs, signs that were so clear that they would compel people to believe. But since they refused to to believe the scriptures, they would not believe any sign, no matter how great it was. Just a short time later, Jesus did raise a man from the dead. It was another man named Lazarus. And the result was that these religious leaders then became even more determined to kill Jesus, both Jesus and Lazarus. So what Abraham was saying in paradise was absolutely true, and that's shown here in in Scripture. So how does that apply to what we're doing here in our project and our journey? Um, You know, the question is, what can we do to help others? Well, we definitely want to share the good news with them. They need to know, and we need to do what we can to help them understand how important it is. You know, when we do get some wealth, we need to be using that to help others. And we need to be using that for God's glory so that we can bring people with us to paradise. and. I think that's part of the point here is that when we're in business, we need to be helping people. And I mentioned that before. And I think it, you know, it deserves more attention even uh, because what we're here to do is to love others. That's the purpose that we have here on earth is to love God and to love others. And we love others by helping them to find their way to a relationship with Jesus so that they can be with us in paradise and be with us in eternity rather than rather than being punished eternally and that's 
not only that, but we're there to help them while we're in this life, to help them in this life, to to be generous with what God gives us and to help them uh, like those like Lazarus who were poor and had poor health, to help them back to health and to help them materially and to help them help them to provide for themselves and provide for their family so that they're no longer poor. And so that is part of what I am really focused on in my business is that is part of my focus is to help people not make the mistakes that I made and also to help people that are in trouble and give them a path to, to turning that around and we do that through the kind of business model that I'm going that I am promoting. So that's this part of my journey. Uh, thanks for listening to Biblically Focused Business Podcast, and I will talk to you soon.